Welcome to episode 4 of the J&J Sportscast with me, your host, James. And your co-host, Joseph. Okay, so, this, you might have noticed, this is coming out on a new day of the week. We intend to drop a new episode every Wednesday, rather than every every Wednesday, and maybe every Saturday. Most likely just every Wednesday. Depending on, like, schedule. Yeah, schedule-wise, we're when kids, we can get together. Yeah, yeah, our moms are soccer moms. They run everybody everywhere. Yeah, we got school. Only we don't play soccer, though. No. Moms are basketball. basketball moms. I'll say that. Yes, so apart from it coming on on a Wednesday, so that's, that's new. On to our first usual topics. We, we have uh, been talking about this for three... Three like three episodes and it still hasn't hasn't stopped. Why do the Jags stink? Yes, they they benched their starting quarterback Blake Bortles in the midst of a game a couple weeks ago, and it's been an absolute upheaval since. Do you believe me that the Vikings' defense is better than the Jags' defense now? According to stats, yeah, it is. But I still believe Jaguars have a better base. Maybe they have better players, but that doesn't mean the players are performing. Yes. Talent-wise, Jaguars, best defense in the NFL. But in actuality, and, Yeah, and perform- performance-wise, it's the Vikings. It's the Jalen Ramsey and their other cornerbacks. I don't know the other cornerbacks' names, but I'm sure they're pretty good. Yep. Winston and Fitz and the Bucks quarterback situation. Wait, no, we have not discussed why the Jaguars think. Why do you think the Jaguars are stinking? Mm. That's our next topic, by the way. Okay, yeah. So, the Jaguars, well, because their defense isn't performing, because their quarterback's trash right Blake now. Blake Bortles isn't trash. And they don't have huh, weapons. They I don't guess, have uh, at many offensive weapons. Leonard Fournette, but that's pretty much it. He's been out with a while. He's been out for a while with a back injury, too. That has not helped the situation no. at all. Hmm. Yeah, so I think the reason that they're stinking on my, my opinion on why they're stinking is, um, I think Bortles is a He's always been an average to below average quarterback. Like he's not really been a draft pick. He's not even really been on the like any of the top ten QBs in the nation. If not, maybe not top top even not even top fifteen. Yeah, it's... like falling behind even Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, Mitch Trubisky has been great this year. A lot of touchdown passes and the young Bears offense is quite interesting. So wrap up. I, the reason I think the Jaguars are stinking so much, they need to find a better quarterback, or they need to work on their current quarterback. And I think their quarterback kind of caused them, kind of caused a chain reaction. The morale just got dampened after their quarterback was being so awful. Their defense just kind of gave up. Like Blake Bortles is sucking so much. No, sorry, not sucking. Blake Bortles is underperforming. A lot, so then it's like, why? Why should we play hard if our quarterback isn't even performing at all? So, what do you think? You think that might be a decent? Mm, maybe, if but if I were a defensive unit, I'm like, well, we're gonna make up for our quarterbacks, the, the quarter, our quarterback problems, our offensive problems, and like we're just gonna play good defense. But it hasn't happened so far. Yeah. I don't know, but then again, we're not playing in the NFL, and most NFL people do not think that way. Really? Most, most mature, or most rookie cornerbacks, which is like with the Jaguars defense, is made, made up of mainly rookies and a couple vets. The rookies think we're going to, the rookies are thinking everybody has to do good or nobody does good. Really? 
Because, uh, like, if I'm a rookie cornerback, I'm thinking playing time, playing time, playing time, no matter if our team does good. That that comes later, I think. You just want playing time as a rookie. Yeah, but then again, if you're – like, if anybody, if you're quarterback or you're – if one half isn't performing very well, your second half is naturally going to get discouraged and just say, why should we play if we're just going to lose the game? Yeah, but that's the thing. Uh, defense wins games and championships. Yeah, that's true. But the Broncos Super Bowl fifty. That's true. Well, and Peyton Manning was the Peyton Manning was. Yeah, he was good. Dang, we should have kept him for a few more years rather than sending <laughs> him over to Nationwide. <laughs> okay, Nation moving on. Nationwide is on your side. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on to our next topic: Winston and Fitz and the Bucks quarterback situation. So now I own both Bucks quarterbacks. Yeah, because it's like, okay, Winston gets Fitz. Okay, Fitz magic time. Yeah, so so let's think about this. Do you think Winston is, uh, not Winston, do you think Fitz is a reliable start? The, it's, it's, he's a question mark at this point. Because he, he hasn't gotten as many chances as Winston, but, that, but, when, but when he has gotten it, he has played very, very well. Yeah, he's, he's played he's as surpassed 400 top, yards and almost top every three game. quarterback in this league yeah, he, so far. But can, the question is, can he hold? Can he hold it like? Can he hold like at that at that playing level, or or is he just does doesn't have a high enough ceiling? Yeah, I'd say he's. I'd say he has a very, very high ceiling, and he also has a very, very thick beard. <laughs> yeah. So, kudos to him for having a nice, nice big bushy beard. So, and I think this is overlooked a lot. The Bucks' offense is actually really explosive and can do a lot of damage. They have a lot of weapons, including a lot of youth. Mike Evans is his usual, usual up there in the wide receiver top five, top ten usually. Yeah, based then, up to him. Yeah. So the, the what's it? Yeah, definitely overlooked a lot. Uh, Definitely, the, the the Buccaneers have a very high-powered offense that's often overlooked. So I think if Fitz can get like his offense back, like his offensive morale back, like what he had when he was creating Fitz magic back in the first couple weeks of the season, he was doing tremendously in that game. I yeah. think he'd be a very very good fantasy start if if things start clicking. And he'd be a very poor fan start if things just come completely fall apart, yeah. like Mahomes did when they, he kind of slowed down. They were clicking. I mean, Winston. This last game, Winston bought, uh, got benched, and I'm not sure it was like a huge comeback because Fitch came in and like he totally turned the game around. They almost yeah, won. Amazing. They like lost by a winning field goal. I know against the Bengals. They, they I watched like the last ten minutes of that game. And it, it, I was like, okay, Fitz, he's he's not going to do that good. He's going to choke. And then, wait, he doesn't choke. It's the defense that did. Yeah. So, what do you think? You think you think, you think the Bucks are a playoff team if they get their act together with Fitz? But with with Fitz, with they have with they Fitz have to do the helm. They That's have to, to do a lot um, to get back in it. But if if Fitz, if Fitz keeps doing his Fitz magic, I definitely think it's possible. Yeah, I'd say I'd say they're probably not gonna. They're not on a Super Bowl team. No way. Oh, no, nobody said that. I know, but I'm saying. Um, let's see. They're probably gonna win their division. Division, and then either win 
The next round, I'm not familiar with the NFL playoffs. What, what comes after the division series? The uh, the NFC and AFC championships. So I don't know if they're going to win in the in the what conference are they in or what division are they in? I'm not an NFL I don't person. Know. Whichever division they are in, they're pro- they're going to either they're going to win close or lose close. They're going to be close. So I hmm. Next topic. So this will be fairly quick. Broncos and Viking are our two teams. Source uh, scores and comments. We will bring that to you after a short break. We apologize for these technical difficulties with our surroundings, and we apologize for the short break. We'll get right back into the flow of things. Right where we left off. Picking up with the Broncos and Vikings scores and comments from their losses in week nine. Eight. 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 Not week nine. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Okay. Okay, So, the Vikings. So, in the first half, we played great. And then the second half happened. With Adam Thielen's tragic fumble and... um, Good word choice there. Okay. And um, and then Diggs stopped on her out, and Kirk Cousins threw it where he was supposed to be, right into the waiting arms of P.J. Washington. We're not sure if that's a nickname or an actual name. We'll just call him P.J. from now on. Okay, so yeah, so that was the difference in the game, those two turnovers. We, were, we played good, just as good as the Saints. This is coming from a Vikings bias, of course, but we played just as good as the Saints. I would agree coming from a, coming from a Broncos bias, which I don't care about the Vikings or the Saints. And then, so yeah, then we lost. Anyway, so the Broncos. Yes, we played the Chiefs. No surprise. Hammered. Ugh, no, we lost by touchdown. Oh, really? Yeah. Not bad. I am extremely impressed. I thought this was going to be an absolute drubbing, like the Patriots beating the Bills. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll get to that later. Ugh, not nice. So, yeah, we, we played a really good game. Offense did good. I was not able to watch any of it, though, just because I had scheduling conflicts, so I'm not going to be able to give a really detailed account. But we played good defense and it stopped the Chiefs. To like only thirty points, which is not too bad. We scored twenty three though. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I guess the Chiefs' secondary is absolutely horrendous. So twenty three points is not a lot to score against that uh, wretched secondary, as Yahoo said. Now, moving on, Rams and Chiefs watch. We'll probably have this every week. Mm, yep. Rams so- won. Chiefs won. No surprises. They continue it's, to steamroll. Mahomes is continuing his, shall we say, slow down. Or not really slow down, but he's kind of come back to earth a little bit after his uh, lunar experience in his first couple weeks. Yep. Where he was throwing for far near the game, multiple touchdowns. It was ridiculous. And the Rams. They played the Packers. So, and the pa- they actually, the Packers actually played very well in the first half against them. And then ran- the Rams were the Rams in the second half. They steamroll over everybody. They are undefeated. Yeah, the exact score of that game was... Why am I in week four all of a sudden? Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties with my computer. 
Yes, the exact score of that game was indeed, Joseph, what was the exact score of that game? 29-27 Rams. So, that was a close game. Don't know, this might threaten my hypothesis of the Rams being a playoff or a Super Bowl winning team. Who else is going to be in the NFC? The Vikings? Who got steamrolled by the Rams when they played them? Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely steamrolling. So, um, who do you think is better, Jared Goff or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, so far. I mean, that doesn't mean Jared Goff can turn into a better quarterback than yeah, like, Aaron Rodgers. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. Who has better potential? Hmm. Like, when, I, when I'm comparing rookies to vets, who has a better potential to be, to be the better quarterback? That's a tough one. I think it's pretty close. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the all-time greats. If not the GOAT. He's not good. Just, Brady's the goat. He oh Brady had a good team. Continuing our debate. Aaron Rodgers had, had a, a good okay team. team. Brady had a great team and he had Bill Belichick. So let's let's go hypothetical here. What if Aaron Rodgers went to the Patriots and Tom Brady went to the Packers for all these years? Who would have more Super Bowls? Oh man. That is a good debate point. Brady Belichick is definitely a really good combination, but let's say, let's say that um, let's just say for instance that Aaron Rodgers got along perfectly with Belichick and they had the same connection that Brady and Belichick does. Who do you think is the better quarterback? Oh man, <sighs> if when you bring up that point, I think Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I would agree. But I'm I'm a Broncos fan, and I absolutely loathe Tom Brady, so please don't take my opinion very seriously. So, A-Rod's the GOAT? A-Rod? Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I guess. Uh, Alex, I'll show you guys Aaron Rodgers. So, yes, I, I don't, I, my verdict's still out. I don't know, I don't know for sure who, who is moving on. Le'Veon Bell has still not signed, and just in, if, in case you guys have been completely oblivious to any anything remotely in the Chiefs universe, get James Conner! Yes, please! I mean, he's he's doing very good, and... He's probably he's acting almost as good as Bell. Yeah. He's in the RB1 conversation. Behind Gurley, Kamara. He's up there. Except, yeah, I mean, top wise, five, maybe. Definitely top five. And he's like, and so, but Ken Bell probably would have done that, but he's performing just almost just as good as Bell. So, the, the moral of this, of all our talking at this point is, get James Conner. Yes, so, it, yeah. And if you are a Steelers fan, and you don't even know who James Conner is, I suggest you go pray to your Steelers God and apologize for not paying any attention whatsoever to whatever is going on in the remotely Steelers universe. <laughs> so, point there: if you're not, if you're a Steelers fan, you don't know who James Conner is. I feel bad for you. Yep. All right, moving on. The pain. Oh, we didn't discuss Bill and he's not signing yet. So, Bill has not signed yet with the Steelers, but there he's also not in the works for a trade opportunity. So I, I saw a little article on like Steelers.com or something that he's not being traded, which I almost suspected the Steelers too because he's kind of being a big pain in the neck. Yeah, and he's not signing. He's their he's their best running back. He's 
considered to be their best running back. That's just because James Conner has not had the experience to be proven the better running back. Hmm. So, what do you think? Do you think Bell's being... Bell is kind of... Is he being being financially genius or not really going down the... He's... Every game he doesn't play, he's blowing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Or maybe just thousands. I'm not sure the exact numbers. But, like, he's blowing a lot of money every single game he doesn't play. And And he's being offered very many millions. Yes. And he's not taking it. He wants more millions. And you need that many millions. Not entirely surprising for an NFL running back who's tasted fame and fortune. But, like, that's something you do in the offseason. Like, not go to practices. But during the middle of the season, I wouldn't recommend if you want more money and you're not getting any when you're protesting you want more money that's not a very good way to go about getting more i believe we already covered this so we both do not think lee van bell is being smart a financial genius in any loose sense of the word okay moving on so monday night football the patriots Stomped on the Bills. No surprises. Brady was his usual good self. The Actually, Bills he was they... not. He was not his good self. Really? Yeah, the Patriots' offense was absolutely horrendous. And in they that game. still scored twenty-five points. That shows you how bad the Bills are. At all off field goals, though. Like the Bills' defense was really good in that game. They only they the only they only allowed one touchdown, and that was a rush touchdown by James White. Yeah, I guess they weren't too bad. The they were playing like. Man under, which means like basic, basically they're letting Brady have all the short passes and none of the big bombs. Yeah, which is, I think I don't know. I think I think that's a, like I think I think that's a good way about good way to go about covering Tom Brady. Yep, definitely. But that's why they gave up so many field goals. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, but if they had given up, if they had blocked a lot of field goals, that would be an even bigger statement to the Bills. Defense. Okay. We will see you guys when we twitch to our ne- next topic the NBA and fantasy ads. Okay, we're not going to do an NBA segment today, NBA section today, just because there's not a lot really exciting going on. All the big name people have landed, and there's not a lot going on. So, forget you, NBA. Moving on to Fortnite. Okay, so the Fortnite up- Mares update has been considered by many to be amazing, and others, this is the worst update Fortnite could ever put in the game. But why would you think that, what's not cool about fighting monsters while fighting other people? What's what, What's not cool about that? You just oxymoron, you oxymoronated yourself very hardcore. The monsters will distract you from the people. The but- people will then kill you. And the monsters get really tough as the game goes on. So if you're in, like, the last couple circles and there are monsters around you, slugging you, dealing you 10 damage to your health, not your shields, while your opponent is shooting at you and when you're in the top two, and smashing structures down, too, that's kind of annoying. I would... I'm not going to side to either side. I think the monsters... Monsters update is fun, but I do not... If I was in the... If I was going to be in the top five people in there, oh, it's a really tight combat to build battles and stuff. I do not want my structure being knocked it's down. It's just a new type of strategy. It's by, just by an, by an idiotic monster. So as you can tell, totally Joseph is very much in favor of this Fortnite update. Yes, it's cool. It's fun. 
What am just, I getting just, you just because you don't get ever in the top 10 does not mean that it's fun. Really? Have you gotten into the top 10 with this Fortnite Bears update? I only play Disco Domination. That's why I hate the monsters. I'm not going to play with the monsters. Okay. But then how? Okay, what? Yes, yeah, so you can tell he's very much in favor of this, and I am not in favor of it at all. So, tell us what you guys think. Do you like this update, or do you hate it? Please say you hate it, just so I can laugh in this, uh, no, no, this, no, no, this no, suit's no. face. You, you love it. You know you do. You love it. No, you don't love it. Yeah, you, you hate do. it. They're so annoying. They'll knock down your big structures in the playground, and they'll... No, actually, they're not. Like, they'll knock down your big structures. They'll screw with your health. They'll punch you away. But the only thing, the only thing beneficial you can get... Shield. ...is a okay. ca- occasional ammo and shield. But, like, they get really hard to kill as the game goes on. Like, someone with, like, up to, like, a 1,000 HP, which is... Not fun to deal with when you're dealing with a very good opponent trying to shoot you. I have not played the game as of late due to um, difficulties. So I hope to play today and we'll probably give you guys an update as the week goes on. So yes, the Fortnite Nightmares update has dropped. Tell us what you guys think. Do you hate it? Do you love it? Please say you hate it. Please say you hate it. Please say you love it. Uh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes. Okay. We will see you guys a bit later. Thank you for listening, and please favorite our podcast. Leave a voice message if you, if you have some advice about what we should do. And we will see you guys on Saturday. Saturday.